This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second Basement Booker's Basement Booker's podcast of the year 2022. The Republic is still standing. The tribal chief, who we will continue to acknowledge every day, has uh, once again, he is triumphed. And uh, as Pat McAfee would say, COVID-19 came down with the case of Roman Reigns. And with me, as always, is my loyal partner and friend, not to be confused with life partner. I am married to a woman. Not to say wrong with that either way, Rich Therese, who's also married to a woman. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. And I have sort of COVID is a whore. And I, I have proof because that bitch is getting around right now. She's all over the news. We're going to get to that. First, new year, new list of releases. I know you've heard. Let's see if the book of us has heard. We got Samoa Joe, Timothy Thatcher, Danny Birch. Hachiman, who was the sort of trainer for Diamond Mine that literally never said a word. Alice in Danger, who never made it to TV. That's um, uh, Steve Carino's sister. William Regal, Road Dog, Gabe Sapolsky, Dave Kapoor, formerly known as Runjin Singh, Scott Armstrong, and several other NXT producers, writers, and coaches. Uh, I'm not sure about the talent, but as far as the backstage folk... WWE didn't even acknowledge their cuts individually, just releasing a statement saying, quote, With the continued evolution of NXT 2.0, we've decided to part ways with some of the staff based in our performance center. We thank them for their many contributions throughout the years and wish them the best. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. We sent you overseas to murder children. Uh, thank you for your service. Uh, great. Now go be homeless, Vietnam vet. All right. Uh, well, look, not the same thing, but that sucks. But look, what are you going to do? You know, you can't, you know, you can't keep yourself super profitable if you don't fire a bunch of people. And, you know, at least this time Vince waited till after the holidays. You know, he did this out of the kindness of his heart because he loves firing people on holidays. So this is different. It is slightly different. Also, almost every one of those firings was, uh, a Triple H hire or yeah. a Triple H project or so- something that Triple H is like, this is you. You got this. I'm, so, I, I'm surprised they didn't release Big Homie Omi. Uh, get him out of here. Who? Big Homie Omi. Oh, man. Look, basement bookers, let, let me tell you something about Rich Torres. I know you guys got it, that it's Omicron, but Rich is not cool. Oh, he is the whitest man on earth, uh, if you could believe that. Uh, as much as he keeps talking about Sicily, uh, he is the whitest man on earth. Uh, so uh, here we are. Uh, but yes, uh, it's not his fault. And you guys got the joke, I hope. And you are the best fan in the world. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that was way that was over my head. I guess I just wasn't ready for it's it. It's not even I original. Haven't... Like, well, where Pat would I used hear it, it last week on SmackDown when Vince was out, when, when uh, Roman was out, that Roman was going toe to toe with Big Homie Omi. 
You know, as entertaining as Pat McAfee is, sometimes he says things that I flat out do not understand, and I just ignore it. Because... I think that's why some people don't like him, because they, they, he exposes their uncoolness, mm-hmm. you know? And, I, I like, he, he is so funny, and sometimes he'll say things that people don't get. Like, on Friday... I don't remember who he was talking, who he was referring to, but he said, and I quote, that they don't recognize social cues. And I remember that. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who it was about. But it's a great way. Uh, look, I don't even have to say it because I'm not getting him in trouble. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what is, it, that's so great. He deserves everything good that's coming his way. Listen, Pat, Pat McAfee is great. So he absolutely talks he speaks for and to the younger generation which is great that's what that's what they need there are sometimes i don't understand like but that's on me for not being out there i'm not going to blame him ah he these youngins and they're no that's what michael cole slang. is for he yeah represents exactly. you yeah exactly he's got to so, explain it to him <laughs> yeah but at least as an old i appreciate Pat McAfee, I appreciate his enthusiasm and how good he is at his job. I forgot what he said. He said something, and then Michael Cole was like, that's pretty good. Like, thank you. (laughs) Like, I don't remember what it was. But it was something funny. It's like Cole had – yeah, it's like one of those situations where Cole, like, you have to respond, but there's just nothing you could say that could add to it. It's just like, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, just let him keep going. Maybe mm-hmm. he's talking about Sami Zayn. I don't know. That's just me. <laughs> just guessing. <laughs> could be. Maybe, oh, maybe Sami was the one that doesn't understand social cues. Oh, it with, could uh, be Knoxville. It could be that or Riddick Moss. Like, uh, I'm sorry, Bad Cat Moss. May- maybe it's possible. It is. Uh. All right, let's get through the news because there's a lot of it. Although a lot of it could have been put into like one paragraph as just COVID, but. Not so. Oh, actually. Big homie, uh, what, homie is on a warpath. Yeah. So a uh, little bit more of uh, releases and such before we get to the COVID news. Matt Stryker has been released from Impact Wrestling. Renee Paquette, formerly Renee Young, announced on Twitter that Tom Hannafin, formerly Tom Phillips. Dirty re- Tom. Dirty Tom will be replacing him starting tonight. With Impact's pay-per-view. I hope they let Dirty Tom be Dirty Tom. Mm-hmm. You know? And just let him run and see what it's like without having Vince in his ear. And like in, in like a couple weeks we get a headline. Uh, Impact Wrestling has decided to no longer allow uh, Tom Hannafin on long flights. Look, he, he's to... decided that he wants to make of space for himself in the female locker room. Look, we don't we're, we're all into inclusion, but we don't think he's coming for a uh, right place here. Right, as long as he doesn't change his name to Tom Helicopter. I would. Like I hear consider you. the alternative. Right. But just not on an airplane though. Sure, sure. I, may, I see may, what you're doing, Dark Dork side of the ring. All yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe don't get all up in there. Yeah. Hey, that was a multi layered joke. Dork side of the ring. Yeah, very nice, very nice, very good. Um, According to PWInsider.com, Brandy Lauren and Kimberly, formerly known as Abby Lath in WWE, have also left Impact Wrestling. Oh, no. Other side of the coin, Fightful Select reported that Petey Williams has been officially hired by WWE as a producer after receiving a tryout. 
Whoa. Now, if you don't recognize the name Petey Williams, you'll recognize the face Petey Williams as the other guy who appeared on screen for the Steinemath promo. I wonder if they're going to pair him with Bronson. That'd be funny. But uh, that's a big Petey pump. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. You're just explaining it to everybody else. That is correct. All right. So as we know, Roman Reigns tested positive for COVID last week, but he was cleared uh, in time to be at SmackDown last night, which we will get into shortly. Trust me, we're going to talk about SmackDown. We'll talk about the Tribal Chief, of course, who I would like to thank. Be the first to thank on this podcast for allowing us this platform to discuss all things Roman Reigns and WWE first. and all the rest. I acknowledge it first you at the beginning not. of the you podcast. Did yes, did I did. Yes, did I did. Aha. Uh-huh. You could go back and listen. Oh, you're, yeah, because you're, you're going to edit it to put it in there. I see. No, that's not but, true. You have a slow, you have a short-term memory, but I did it in the intro. I, I stuck that shit in the intro so well that you just thought you were first. But you're second, <laughs> and that's okay. That's fine. Like, you know, it's not like if you're first, did you're Did you last. subliminalize it or something? Because I did not hear you it. You weren't paying attention. And I that might not have is it. proof of who <laughs> here is the real hero of the podcast, and that's Listener. So... You you just recognize all I'm saying. All right, a little bit extra triple shot there. So, uh, continuing with COVID, uh, the Young Bucks and Steve Cutler missed Dynamite because both Matt uh, Jackson, I was going to say Matt Buck, that's not his name anymore, uh, uh, and Matt Steve Buck. Cutler. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah, that's uh, Pat Buck's little brother. Whoa. Uh, Matt uh, Matt Jackson and Steve Cutler both tested positive for COVID, and of course Nick is Nick Jackson is isolating because you know he was in contact with his brother because that's happens. Everybody's uh, gonna get this thing. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. It's just that now, like it's it's making it's really making the rounds. Um, but this I have is the here, one. I'll get to it. If you're gonna get it, it, sh- it, this one. Yeah. You know. All right, real quick. I have this theory, and I, I saw I saw this online. And I think it, it could possibly be true. They say they're saying that this Omicron variant is more more um, transmissible and less potent. Right. So if that's the case, then it's very and it stays like that. That that's good for the virus because the virus itself can then it'll keep itself alive. But it's also good for us because it'll eventually be just oh, I got the COVID cold. Exactly. That that's why I keep saying that that's the one. If you're gonna get it, it's gotta. It's you want that one. Like Mother Nature is helping out with the best, uh, back the best vaccine is like you know not. This is a medical information. I'm just saying like you could get the antibodies that way. Mm-hmm. You know, and your body's like, all right, we'll deal with this because this thing is not like. Uh, like, it doesn't mess with your breathing like the other one does, like the other mm-hmm. ones. From what I understand, and this is completely bro science, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. Yeah, there's still, there's still a lot to learn about, like, long-term effects and such, because uh, some people that had mild COVID are still experiencing long-term, like, neurological effects, but... Oh, yeah. Whatever. Like the brain fog, I believe it's called. Yeah. I do still get that every now and then. Yeah. Well, no, I thought that was just you. Also. So that's because of that. Oh, this is even this is worse than I thought. Exactly. 
Alrighty, uh, so moving on with the COVID news, uh, Cody Rhodes is also pulled from tonight's Battle of the Belts due to exposure to a family member who tested positive for COVID. As we know, he is being replaced by his brother Dustin. They are crowning an interim TNT champion. Um, I don't know like how long Cody was um, around this person. He said in uh, on social media that he is he's isolating with family that has COVID. So okay. I think maybe like some just so, so, like someone in the house has and like they live together. So like he figures he's already exposed. He may as well just stay there. So he could be isolated for like a, a week or two, maybe more. I don't know what's going on there. Well, unless, uh, he, unless he just typed wrong or something. Well, from what I understand, the CDC now says that you should definitely put your pants on one leg at a time. Um, just letting okay. I know. Uh, put your pants on one leg at a time, according to the CDC. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Owens' wife revealed on Instagram that she tested positive for COVID on Wednesday and that their kid is showing symptoms. No word yet as to whether that will affect Kevin Owens' appearance on Raw this week. Nah, it'll be fine. I mean, look, Kevin Owens, you know, he may look like a fat fuck, but he he's in peak physical condition. Um, but, like, obesity is, like, not good if you have, for COVID, you know? Yeah, but you also don't want to be around people that have it. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Especially like, if you work in an industry where you're around a lot, a lot, a lot of people. I know, but like, think about it. What a badge of honor, but like, as a fan, I got COVID from Kevin Owens. Wow, that's amazing. He gave me something. Yeah, know? he didn't. Yeah. He gave me something, and I didn't have to that. pay, and I can't sell it on eBay. Like, it's a unique experience, you know? It's like, it's not something you can pay for. You know, True. it's 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 free, and uh, you know you got to make the best out of a bad situation. You can't you can't make lemon without lemonade. Wait, you know yes. what I'm saying? Yes, the other way. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you I want ha- some of this coffee? No, I have coffee. I just you know I'm, you got to say certain things this way. Like when if someone tries to like get us in trouble, it'll be like no, oh no, these guys are idiots. So really, what's the harm, you know? I guess. Listen, that is all well documented. I'm just, you know, you got to keep it. You you never know. One day we could be huge, and then it'll be like, well, you ain't that all these creeps. It's like, no, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're not coming from a place of, of, of malice or benevolence. It's just ignorant. They're just dumb. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Alrighty, so moving on. Uh, last COVID news. The inspiration will miss Impact's Hard to Kill pay-per-view tonight also due to COVID exposure. Oh, I thought Formerly it was known due as the to Iconics. exposure. If it was due to exposure, that would be a different thing, and I feel like they would be more prominently featured on Impact's pay-per-view tonight. Yeah, that's too bad for Hard to Kill. Yeah, they've had this. They had a couple of changes made there. Alrighty, there will be more impact news later. Uh, but for now, uh, Ray Phoenix suffered a dislocated Ray elbow Phoenix. on. <laughs> That's the uh, fancy way to say it. It is. Uh, dislocated elbow when his uh, left arm bent backwards when he landed after being put through a table. We saw that. That was not pretty. Yeah, they pretty don't gruesome. run a sloppy shop. It's not mm-hmm. like it broke, you know. It's fine. We're everybody's fine. We're fine here. Yeah. Uh, no word on how long his uh, rehab is going to take to get him 
um, back in the ring. Uh, Ridge Holland suffered a broken nose at day one when, when Ricochet landed on an assisted 450 incorrectly. He's got first great his, luck. Yeah. First his foot, like, grazed him, and then his knee just landed flat on his face. Yeah, but this is unintentionally good for the storyline. Now he could be like his hero Seamus and wear that stupid mask thing for a little bit. They could work that in when he comes back. They could. They could. And he's like, here you go. This is a gift from you. It's my stupid face mask now. You can <laughs> wear it. It's all yours now. Yeah, if there's a silver lining, it's that video flat out shows Ridge Holland was not in the wrong at all for, you know, like he didn't cause his own injury. No, Ricochet tried to kill him. <laughs> uh, well, Cesaro flung Ricochet. That well, Remember? We... we it, it, He's too. He's so strong. It's not his fault. It's like, uh, you know, a baby elephant doesn't know it's a baby elephant. You know. Are you sure? Well, I can't <laughs> confirm or deny, but I'm just saying, like, he doesn't know his own strength. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. Clifford the big red dog. You know, he's just a big red dog. He doesn't know mm-hmm. that he's huge. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that he's different. That's the well, beautiful part. He, Presumably, he would have seen other big red dogs. Yeah, look, this isn't a debate about a Scholastic's big red dog, Clifford, here, okay? This is just me just, just letting you know maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't know his own strength, you know? Maybe. A lot of moving parts in a wrestling match. True. It ain't ballet. It is not. Even still, ballet. I Hashtag mean, don't I don't fire Ricochet. <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever see, like, those shoes they gotta wear and how they gotta, like, just basically be on their tiptoes the whole time? Yeah, there's a lot of plies and whatever. Yeah, I wasn't gonna use any sort of word. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, com reported that Drew McIntyre has been working through neck issues lately and is taking time off to get it evaluated, which is why they wrote him off TV at day one. Uh, good. I mean, whatever, whatever lets everybody sleep at night. I wonder if he was supposed to be the original opponent for Roman at the Rumble before he got hurt. Hmm, maybe. I mean, it would make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Because, like, he's had this whole thing where, like, he couldn't even be in the Battle Royal to qualify. It looked like there was something going on. Yeah, it's kind of like they were going to work that angle where he's like basically fighting up from the bottom to the top, back to the top of the card. Yeah, it could have been that before uh, he got Superman punched in the face that Heyman was keeping him out of the um, title picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that would have been an interesting storyline. Uh, WWE issued a press release earlier today saying Sasha Banks suffered a bruised, I'm not going to know how to say the, the proper name, but heel bone at a house show last weekend and has begun physical therapy and will be out six to eight weeks. Oh, I thought she had like a bruised backstabbing knife. Nah. Which makes it difficult for her to backstab people. <laughs> nah, like literally just walk or anything. Presumably, since it's the heel bone. She's the most unlucky person. Like, I, I, I think, like, she was supposed to be the one that Charlotte was maybe supposed to fight. Like, or something. Like, it looked like they, they were going for, like, a baby face run for her. And she goes and gets hurt. Like, not like it's her fault, but whatever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, she landed awkwardly taking a backbreaker. Every time somebody gets hurt, I gets I get mad because it adds more fucking like reasons why Charlotte Flair is good. Mm-hmm. Like she like rarely, if ever, gets hurt, and if she's out, is because a titty ruptured because it's not real, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> and she's not the one injuring people. Exactly. They fired her, released, should say. Mm. And not because uh, of that either. No, <laughs> not even because no, of that. No, amazingly, amazingly. PWInsider.com know that Carmella is also working through an injury without getting into specifics, so I guess they don't know what the injury is. But yes, I guess it doesn't matter if you're in a tag team. Like, you True. know, you, you can yeah. have Zelina carry the match, like last week, yeah, or last night, mm-hmm. whichever it was. Whenever it um, was, well, it wouldn't be. Last night was SmackDown. Don't they usually wrestle on Raw? Yes, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's when I you saw think. it. Did you watch Raw last night? I did not. Um, maybe, maybe I remember seeing a replay. Oh, that could be it. Um, it I didn't see it on when I was getting my notes together, but Jake Atlas, uh, I believe, suffered a knee injury in his match against Adam Cole. Yeah. On Rampage last night, that's why uh, Cole finished him with was not a knee bar. That was not a knee bar. That was like that was an I'm gonna hold your leg and not put any sort of pressure on anything that is actually hurt, and just tap out. Yeah. Like, I think Jake Atlas is a nice guy, but, like, put your Twitter down. Because it's like, he tweets, like, right, like the same night. It's like, you know, I didn't I didn't win or whatever, but, you know, Adam Cole, wow, what a great guy. Thank you so much. It's like, bro, he fucking tried to end your career. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What? Shut up. He, He's a bad he, man. He, He's from the generation that, you know, like, Twitter is real, and only when you're on TV, you're in character. Get the fuck out of my face. They all, they all <laughs> gotta learn from, from freaking, like, Taker and Sandman. No, you, you stay, you stay, you stay in your lane, or you're gonna wind up mm. selling your farts in a jar as an NFT, Jake Atlas. I heard about that. Stop tooting other people's like, horns. I, like I, I saw the headline and I'm like, it's all just so weird. Yeah, it's it. Like I didn't want to click on that and get any anything else like coming from that. Yeah, like you try to saying? rip off base with Booker's NFTs like that's bullshit. You know, I'm trying to you know whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Uh, let's see. Freddie Prince Jr. Um, the Freddie Prince of Bel Air. That's right. He did an interview this week, and he said that uh, a Fox executive friend of his told him that WWE asked Fox to buy the entire company when they were talking about, you know, when they ulti- and they ultimately, you know, settled on SmackDown. Uh, but apparently, Fox wasn't willing to pay what WWE was asking. It's like you just open negotiations, like so. How much? How much you want to give us for the whole company? It's like that's. I I can't even imagine what that conversation went like. I I want. How about you just give it to us for free? And uh, what mm. we're doing is a service here. <laughs> we're trying to help you out, bro. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if maybe. Um. 
some of that story isn't fully accurate. Like maybe it was sort of like a he said, she said thing and something got lost in translation. Where maybe they were talking about uh, like having pay-per-views on there in addition to on the network or... No, it's Something I have else. a buddy. He did too much cocaine, and he told me this stupid story. So I'm going to say it in an interview. That could certainly be it. Because nobody cares <laughs> about Freddie Prince Jr. or She's All That or Scooby-Doo or whatever the fuck he's trying to promote. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen anything with him in it. He, I don't know either. I'm trying to think if I could help. You see any of the Scooby-Doo movies? He played Fred. Nope. He's a good Fred. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fred, Fred is the rich one, right? Fred is the one that's banging the hot one. Okay. Yeah, the rich one. Yeah. With the the the, the sweater. It's an ascot. That's what it's called. The little handkerchief thing. Mm-hmm. All righty. Uh, WWE did announce a multi-year deal with IGT, which is International Game Technology. I thought it was develop- Instagram TV for a second. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Right. To develop WWE-branded lottery scratch-off games. Oh, my God. The lowest pits of fucking... Let's do gotcha. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, it's like if you scratch off and there's nothing there, you win John Cena. Yeah, fucking... I don't even know what to say about any of this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's wacky. It's like when they did their failed NFT, their John Cena NFT. Oh, <laughs> The T-shirt thing, which was yeah, like but a like rip this off is... of fucking like an AEW thing. Yeah, this is this is gonna be in like stores everywhere, bodegas. Oh, like when you go uh, to get your scratch offs. Yeah, let me get uh, let me get two win for life, uh, uh, two her- dirty donkeys and four WWT at a scratcher, or whatever the fuck they want to call it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Let me get a definitely. WWE butt scratcher. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely very high stupidity potential. And like, it, it and the photo is like, oh, too bad they got rid because they had it like Tony Storm on the card, and you had to scratch off her butt, and that's where the that. number would be. Could it be a scratch and sniff? I wasn't going that deep, uh, but look, it's whatever you want because this podcast <laughs> is about the imagination. Uh, you know, running wild and just saying crazy shit because that's, you know, what people do when they hang out. That's right. Uh, last, but uh, probably, well, last for now in the news, uh, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green got married on New Year's Eve in Las Vegas, so congrats to them. I assume they were, and I don't care. So this, okay. this, this will continue for me uh, in that vein. I will continue to, to remain vigilant in, in my not caringness of this. Good, right. good for them. Now, not officially part of the news, but certainly coverage. Uh, speaking of coverage and such, you know, sh- stuff that we cover, I'm tired and can't think straight here. Um, it was announced on SmackDown. They announced like the first 19 members of the Women's uh, Royal Rumble this year. Oh, here we go. Now it's my time to shine. Please continue. And w- one of them was Mickey James that Pat McAfee flat out said is the Impact Wrestling Knockouts Champion. Well, it's not and just like, on TV. They acknowledge it on Fox Twitter, too. Right. Now, I paused it. I'm like, did I just hear that? Oh, and I old. I just, I heard. 
and I just kept going with my life because I was angry. But yes, it's true, Rich. It happened. But like this is this is big news. Like, what's the last time WWE really worked with an outside company to and even mentioned them? Uh, Besides saying, you know, travel the world. Uh, they, I wrestled all over the world. Uh, how else do they say it? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Look, I mean. I, I get, like, how you feel about it, and I, when I heard that, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. You know what would have been even better is the huge fucking reaction she would have got if she just showed up at the Royal fucking Rumble, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe that this is not the biggest surprise. I'm going to say on this podcast, and I don't care if I'm wrong when it doesn't happen, but I think that the Royal Rumble will see the in-ring return of Paige. I think Paige is going to come back at the Royal Rumble, and that's going to be the big surprise. That's got to be the main reason why they just, like, throw out all these names. Your Nikki Bellas, your your Kelly Kellys, a.k.a. your Barbie Blanks, your... your, Mm -hmm. your, uh, uh, what's that? Summer Rae. Your Summer Rae. She's like, I'm in the best shape I've ever been. But does that mean mm-hmm. you can wrestle? Listen. Right. Uh, you know, all those other people. I think Beth Phoenix is going to be in it. I don't know if they mentioned her, but maybe she will be. I don't think they did. They mentioned someone else. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I have I have the list. Well, don't you usually list. just read a list? Let's see, smack. Where is it? Uh, also, it's I have like the they fired here. everyone. So who are they going to put in there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone on NXT. Uh... So here's the full list. Rhea Ripley, Nikki A.S.H., The Bellas, Shotzi, Natty, Michelle McCool. Uh, that's one you forgot. Dana Brooke, take uh, Carmella, Zelina Vega, Mickey James, Tamina, Kelly Kelly, Aaliyah, Summer Rae, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, and Lita. Yeah. Great. I bet fucking uh, Trish Stratus shows up, and that's a surprise, too. It's like, I'd be feeling Could some be. kind of way if it's like, oh, I'm not good enough to be a surprise. You could just drop my name on a fucking episode of SmackDown, you know? Yeah, but l- last I heard from Lita, she was, like, doing Twitch out of her van. First of so. all, that's awesome. I-, I keep saying that's really cool. That's freedom, baby. That's literal freedom. You're on wheels. You can really go anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. so what, man? What's the difference between streaming on Twitch in your van and streaming on Twitch in your in your house? You know, it's the same thing. If you're streaming on Twitch in a house, I know you have a house. <laughs> How do you know she doesn't have a house? She just likes being on the road and shit. There is no proof that Lita is not homeless. Oh wow! Like of all people <laughs> on this podcast to be that disrespectful, it's got to be you. You're trying to steal my gimmick now. <laughs> Look, I understand you're upset about not being the champion, but this is ridiculous. That main event like didn't even go nine minutes. I know. Isn't it great? It was a good match, though. It was a good match. I'm kind of kicking myself, like, even though it didn't matter, but, like, really in my brain, I'm like, oh, they're going to give it to Brock. But I'm like, no, they can't possibly. The Usos, you know, they're going to stop this. this they're definitely going to keep the, the Roman thing in that. It's like, well, they are. They're basically telling you, look, at WrestleMania, it's going to be title for title. So nothing that happens now is going to matter. Mm. Like, you don't just drop 
title for title in the beginning. And I'm like, oh, wow, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns. This is going to change the world. Yeah, okay. Like, the best part mm. about that was him knocking on the door in the, the S.H.I.E.L.D. theme. That was cool. Well, Roman's old theme. Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, it's hilarious. That's, like, the best part. Yeah. But, like... That, w- that was great. I really think that it's going to be Brock versus Roman at Mania. I don't know if, like, if it's title for title, are they going to unify it? Or is it just going to be Roman's going to have two belts? That's crazy. I don't know. I feel... Hmm. They just unified the North American and uh, Cruiserweight Yeah, titles. but that's NXT. Who gives a shit? It is. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is huge. It's the Universal Championship and the WWE Championship, you know? It is. I don't. I um, think it'll just be like what they did with Becky for a little bit. It'll give away for, like, spoiler alert, Roman Reigns, uh, to lose a match and not lose his champion, the Universal Championship as well. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if like I like the idea of champion versus champion, um, but that does sort of like, in a way, it takes away an opportunity for someone to fight for the title. Yeah, but you know, it's a way to make WrestleMania that much more important. Mm-hmm. And it does make more room on the card. Yeah, uh, for good or for ill, uh, that remains mm-hmm. to be seen. Well, it's going to be a two-night thing, so... Yeah, my question is, when are we going to have Xavier Woods uh, become WWE champion and for Brock Lesnar to take it away from him in record fashion? <laughs> when are we going to get that? Check off all those new day boxes. <laughs> it's too soon? No, it's never too soon. <laughs> Maybe he'll just beat him for his crown. Yeah, just, nah, just take it. <laughs> like, what's he going to do? <laughs> Just have Rob- Brock Lesnar, like, dressed the way he was on SmackDown and that stupid, like, Megazord crown on his head. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like the uh, the Brock party. Yeah, era. basically. It's like, uh... Mini era. I guess it was a mini era. Yeah. And, like, if you don't think it was hilarious that Brock Lesnar and Roman are just, like, there and, like... Raymond's like, don't talk about him like that. That was <laughs> funny. like how he loved him and all this. And then Roman's <laughs> like, hey, don't talk to him. You don't talk to him like that. <laughs> like, oh my god, this is weird. Like, if if it was people that I didn't like, I have a few choice words. But because I liked everybody involved, I'm like, this is pretty good. Yeah, that was money. Like, it, it makes me wonder how much of that was improv Nah, like, I feel nah. like if, if anything, like, Heyman's part was improv, Heyman's like, listen, I might say something ridiculous. At that point, just stop me. Yeah, and, and then, like, the instructions of Brock is like, he's like, what do I do? He doesn't even say that. He's like, I'm just going to say shut up a bunch of times and be rude about it. There you it. go. It's like, oh, well, that's, mm-hmm. okay, that's, that's what you do, so fine. Yep. Ah, shall we go over day one? Uh, yeah, and, you know, they called it day one because it was on the first day of the year. How clever. No wonder they had to ruin my life and put it on a Saturday. Good for you. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of Royal Rumble, also Saturday. Thanks. Good job. God. Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? So, so, so here's the thing. So, oh, it's not a pay per view, right? What are they trying to call it? 
Ah, uh, something stupid. It's a pre. It's like a premium premier, live event. Oh uh, yeah, premium live event or premier live event. Some something like well, something like that. Because like you, you can't call it a pay per view anymore because then they don't do pay per views. Yeah. Anyway, so I have a theory. I feel like with WrestleMania Night One, um, was that two years ago or last year? Fuck, I think two years ago. When they realized how successful it was with um, people watching, both people watching live on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and people, you know, essentially the same amount of people ultimately viewing it, how you know how airing it on a Saturday doesn't take away from how many people watch it through their uh, services. They're like, well, we could really do one of these any day we want. It doesn't have to be a Sunday. God damn it, something's a sacred and you put the pay-per-view on a Sunday. But you know what? Like this could this could be um this could potentially herald the return of Taboo Tuesday. I I mean they, uh, I know you've been uh uh campaigning for this for many years. Uh not the least. hot topic of conversation between the two of us uh never not... and you are you love Taboo Tuesday. I liked the concept of it, of how um, the fans can vote on literally, like, everything. Yeah, I like that, um, too. They did it the one time, and then they moved, They made it Cyber Sunday, and that just went away. Yeah, and also I, the the whole unpredictability went away as well, if I recall. Right, well, the I, I actually remember back when I didn't hate Christian... Oh, that's right. And he was, and he was starting to gain some momentum, and it was supposed to be him in some title match or whatever at Cyber Sunday, and it wasn't him, and that was literally the last time we saw him on on uh, WWE TV, until, well, no, I, did he go back? I don't remember. Gives a shit. Yeah, that we, was. We oh yeah, do. he did go eventually go back. <laughs> huh? We 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 give a shit. <laughs> He's like, who gives a shit? I'm like, we do, <laughs> obviously. Well, I mean, I've, I've been happy to not see him on WWE TV. That's true. Since, but mm. but now he's on AEW TV. Yeah, ruining that for you. Ruining it for Marco Stunt and people like us. Uh, yeah, look, I, I, I honestly think that you have a case here. And, uh, you know, if you're not going to stand for something, you better fall for anything. So something get on like your milk that. crate, uh, all you rich to rich size people and you know, mm-hmm. fight for your right to exist. Only one milk crate. And look, if 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 Marco's stunt can somehow stay employed, and Big Swole cannot get renewed because her quote wrestling wasn't that good, then I guess we'll see where the problem is, Tony. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in the when AEW first started, it was going to be just oh we're indie, so we'll do whatever. Now that so many big names are going there. I feel like they're trying to tighten things up as far as like uh, things that things that go well, things that and things that like can be taken seriously. Right. Like, who you put Marco Stunt in a match with that he could be taken seriously? Uh, you. I'm not employed by them. I mean, you I mean, should I, be. I, I I could send them a videotape or something. Just send them a videotape of you jumping from your bed onto a mattress on the floor. And, like, you know, like, you got to drop elbows, 
Like if you, I think if you do, you could get like yourself a wrestling buddy and just mm. do that. You can get yourself one of those. Um, I think the inspiration have their own wrestling buddies. And I don't know if it's like supposed to be an NFT or something, but or like a limited thing that you can't get, but you could probably get yourself an inspiration uh, wrestling buddy. You know, mm. remember the wrestling buddies? I do. You have have one? I don't remember if we talked about this here. I think I had a warrior. Me and my brother had uh, warrior and Hogan. No, right? it was Hawk oh. and Animal. Oh, yeah. I had Animal and you had Hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. Anyway, day one. So, yeah, we're fucking Ish. okay pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, uh, we talked about Rich Holland getting his uh, face broken. Sheamus won the match anyway with the bro kick because that's what the bro kick does. And that's what the finish was going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you know, we'll, we'll just cut out his parts. What a great way to make um, uh, Ricochet and um, Cesaro look impotent. You know? Yeah. It's like two on one, can't get it done. Yeah. I don't know. Look, Sheamus is just that brogue, you know? He's that brogue. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's that brogue. Brogue. I wonder if they yeah. want to do that tag team um, instead of him and um, Randy. But because Vince just pops at the way that Riddle says, Randy. Uh, he, hey, Randy. Yeah, he loves that shit. Mm-hmm. Freaking squinty eyes. I can't like, wait to find he, out the truth. Like, if R- Randy actually loves this or, like, he's like, yeah, I hate this. It's the worst thing that ever happened to me. I think I read an interview that he said he's having fun with it. Yeah, that's a very polite thing to say. It could be taken any number of ways. It could, could be, be Randy, sure. like, really having fun with a thing, or just being super polite and, like, a real professional. Mm-hmm. I'm having fun with could it. Be. I have fun with it. That's a way somebody yeah. says, like, if that's what I say, if I watch a movie and it wasn't particularly great, I have fun mm-hmm. with it. You know? Yeah. What else am I supposed lot- to do here? <laughs> yeah, like we had we had a lot of fun with uh, BMH. Well, listen, in, 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 listen. If you this in the world of cinema, and I am an auteur, you know, you you have your great movies, you have your Lawrence of Arabia's classic movies, you have your Star Wars, you have like the good Star Trek movies, and then you have big money hustlers, and I don't know. In what world that they haven't gotten any kind of Oscar, not even a nomination? It it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's greater justice. I agree, you know? and it's it's just you know. But if you've ever seen it, you'll agree. You, you'll because agree. They literally ask for it. They literally ask for it. You you d- d- these ghetto hard streets. You know that's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh yeah, uh, Usos wrestled the New Day for the hundredth time. Yeah, Usos came out first, but they won the match using what they're calling the 1D. And and definitely... Which is the 3D. Yeah, and apparently got the blessing of uh, the uh, the at least one Dudley, you know. Mm-hmm. And we know if it wasn't, that, that motherfucker can't shut up about anything. So, and he was okay with it. So, it was a respect. I'm thing. guessing it was Bully. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, Bully, Bully's always on his Twitter machine. I don't care. I love him. 
I think it's great, and like, there's not a lot of people that I trust that do these podcasts and stuff and talk about the business. Where I don't resp- like, he's one of those people that's like, I, yeah, I, yeah, okay, sure. It's like him when Taz had his show. Like these guys are smart guys. Like they know this shit. Mm-hmm. And, and like you believe them that they're, they're telling the truth yeah, about they, whatever they're saying. They were in Paul Heyman's school pretty much, so mm-hmm. like they know what the fuck is up. Yeah, that's why, like Hook, you know, he's gonna go far. Like his dad's gonna make sure that he does all the right shit. Hmm. Hopefully. Yeah, and look, I mean, there's a lot of hookers out there. A lot of hookers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. About, I don't know about the, the that fan name. Rich, are you a hooker? No. <laughs> I like his style of wrestling. Um, right in the yam bag. Right in the yam bag. That's how you do. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, we talked about Usos and the three D or one D. I don't care which is which is called. Um, Drew McIntyre beat Riddick Moss with the Claymore, which we already spoke about. We're gonna get to the post match uh, later. Uh, let's see. RK Bro beat the Street Profits with the assisted RKO to retain. Try to remember the assist part. Don't look at me, dude. You're the guy that keeps notes. I just watch the shows okay. and like observe like the chaos. Mm-hmm. So it was after that that um, Moss and Corbin attacked Drew McIntyre backstage. They wrapped a chair around his neck and slammed it with a truss thing. And good, good for him. Uh, Drew McIntyre is a bully. Um. I gotta say, uh, he bullied Riddick Moss in that match. Mm-hmm. Like he whipped his ass. <laughs> he also tried to, he, like he was intimidating Adam Pierce. You know, Pierce is like you can't bring the sword to the ring. So he, so he puts the sword through his freaking desk. That's not. Yeah, that's not what you yeah, do. It's about time that uh, Drew was bought to heal. Um, it looked like mm-hmm. he was fine, though. He showed up on SmackDown. Was he on Happy Talk or something? Like, that was him, right? I, I thought it was I him. I mean, it was wearing a kilt, and it had the yeah. flaccid sword, so, I, you know. Mm-hmm. Flaccid sword. That sounds like Drew. Yeah, it sounds exactly like him, doesn't it? it does. Got the, the kilt. Yeah, don't kilt trip me, buddy. That's right. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Edge comes out in full brood, and I spelled brood wrong with only one O. Don't know why I did that. Brood. Because brood with one O is brood. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, badass look on Beth Phoenix. Yeah, uh, for a second there, I did, I thought she was Lita. I'm like, what happened to Lita? She looks weird. It was the makeup. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's uh-huh. Phoenix. Okay, that makes more yeah. sense. <laughs> but like, like the hair was awesome. Yeah, it looked like some Thunderdome shit. Yup, good shit. And, and as predictable as ever, you know, it's gonna that that she showed up. It's like, oh, of course it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. A little too long, just standing on the stage making faces, though. Yeah, that's like what. They're like Vince is like do it until your music hits, and then like he waits an hour for the to hit a music after she gets out what there. What a rib! <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, so yeah, that ended the way we expected, and of course the follow-up was exactly what we expected. The challenge to a uh, mixed tag match. They did officially challenge him, right? Uh, I'm gonna say yes because why not? Yeah. Um, Becky beat Liv Morgan with the manhandle slam as a counter to the Oblivion. If you thought um, it looked that- like. Yeah. Liv Morgan was going to beat Becky Lynch. Now, I'm very sorry for your loss, but you had mm-hmm. to know. Literally. It's like if you put it's like you put a fork in an electric socket, you will get electrocuted. Right. Uh, <laughs> if you fall off, you will come down. Mhm. Something it, like that. Yeah, you know what I'm But it it did look like Becky was supposed to get her foot on the rope for leverage, but she was a little too far away. Yeah. I feel like that would have been the next part of the story to where she had to cheat again. Exactly, and keep it... Because it, like, yeah, it looked like Becky was like looking back for the rope. And... Yeah, I guess we'll, get, we'll see what happens in this triple threat match for number one contender. Yeah. It's probably going to be Bianca. Unless mm-hmm. Liv steals it again and manages, like... It's like, look, I get it. You know, people have, like, characters that they really enjoy. A lot of people, you know, they're like me. That was always on Becky's team trying to, you know, get her in there, you know? But look, mm-hmm. if Morgan's not Becky Lynch, I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... And then, of course, the main event, the Fatal Five-Way. Big E did not come out last. I mean, I guess... When Brock is also in the match, and he was like the most recent addition to the match, you're going to have Brock come out last. Also, he's but... Brock Lesnar, so there's that. Got to get yeah. that, that uh, Brock Lesnar music pop, you know? Because, like, it's think true. about it. If he didn't come in last, and he's there first, that's what everybody's paying attention to anyway. Like, him just being there. Well, he should have come out fourth. Yeah, but he still be there before the champ, and it's like, this guy, it's like, some people, and look, let me tell you, like, a lot of people got, like, some people got upset, you know, as they do, because it's like, you know, people love Big E, I love Big E too, it's like, oh, why did Brock with this, like, I don't know, man, maybe this is leading to something, and I think it was... And this was before, this was when it was announced, and Lance Storm was like, listen, Brock's gonna win the belt, and they're going to do a unification match. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I would do. And it looks like that's where they're headed. Maybe. I don't know if they're going to unify. But I have, I have an idea. And how they could have... Like, this actually could have made Biggie look better, at least. Have Brock come out fourth. Have Biggie come out come out last, obviously, right? Have Biggie looking confident the whole way. Maybe have him eyeball... Just like eye to eye with Brock Lesnar as like the whole time he's walking down the ramp. I'm sorry, but before you continue, what led you to believe that he wasn't confident? I'm just saying if they had given him that opportunity to come out last. I see. There would have been more focus on him. Yeah. I think coming out last means more to you than it does anybody else. Maybe. But I'm just saying it could be used as part of the story. I see. It could be. It could be. And, uh, you know, listen, look, they, they could have protected him and they didn't because he took the pin. He mm-hmm. got F5 and he got pinned. 
But you could argue that it's like, well, this is because Brock's the face and there shouldn't be any excuses. Like he pinned the champion. So this makes it even more interesting going into Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for, for the Rumble. Which mm-hmm. is like, which leads me to believe that they're definitely going to do WrestleMania Brock versus Roman because why would you waste Lashley versus Brock for the Rumble on anything yeah, else? Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's not going to be WrestleMania. So. And he did. I don't so think I, he got rid of, out of the hurt lock, though. I think somebody interrupted it, though, right? Like, did Brock get out of it on his own or did somebody attack Lashley from behind? I believe it was broken up. Mm. Okay, see? So that question is still there then. So I wonder if they found out so late about Roman that they couldn't cancel Brock. That like so I'm pretty sure there's a clause in the contract that, you know, if you're gonna cancel one of my dates, you gotta give me this much notice so that I don't get on a plane and freaking fly there. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, obviously, Brock was already there, and they're like, well, shit, it's going to cost us, it's going to basically waste a Brock date and have him not be on the pay-per-view if they don't put him in the Fatal fatal 4-Way to make it Fatal 5-Way. I think, uh, my opinion, and I think yours might actually be more the reason, but my crazy theory is that all this did was move things up. So, for example, Brock was going to lose to Roman anyway. And Mm -hmm. Heyman wound up, this was always supposed to happen. So, if it wasn't going to, it might have been at the Rumble instead, but Heyman was going to get Brock Lesnar a WWE title match and get him the WWE uh, championship. Mm -hmm. I think that was always going to happen. And they just just skipped a step. And it's going to mm-hmm. end with that Heyman has always been on Roman's side. Like, and it, if you see when Brock was like, what if we, well, let's do belt for belt. And Roman's like, it's a good idea, but it's not my idea. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think at, at Mania, Heyman's going to turn on Brock. And this was going to be all a part of the plan to get Roman Reigns to be the undisputed Universe WWE Universal Heavyweight Champion of the Universe or whatever. Could be, you know, I could be, you know, way wrong, but like you're, like I said, you it could be what you were saying is is probably the right thing, but I just feel like they just they just accelerated. They just like, all right, this puts a thing on that, so let's just move up. Brock getting the WWE Championship. Yeah, both could be true. You know? Yeah, both could absolutely two be things true. can be true at the same time. Hmm. Um. I was thinking something, and I don't remember what it was. I lost it. I'm sorry. Brock and Heyman and Roman. Brock and Heyman and Roman. Oh, um. How great was uh, Brock's impression of Paul Heyman? I, I, if if I wasn't looking at the television, <laughs> if I was turned around, then I mm-hmm. would think that that was Paul Heyman. That was great. I. I love how you can tell how much fun Brock is actually having. It, yeah, and something confuses me. It's almost like it's two different Brock Lesners in regard to how he treats Heyman. On Monday Night Raw, when it's just him and Heyman, 
and Roman's not there. It's like this big love fest. But then mm-hmm. when it came to SmackDown, there's a lot of shut up Pauls there, and he even let Paul do his thing. You know what I mean? He did it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting. Like, I liked it, but I'm like, hmm, it's almost like it's two different things. Well, maybe it's that Brock trusts Heyman when Roman's not around. When when Roman's there, he's not positive how loyal Heyman is. Because the only man Heyman is truly loyal to is himself. That's not wrong. That's that's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's true. He's always and that I, uh, scheming dude. Mm-hmm. And I I love that that's essentially part of the story. Um, and yes, this is rare, but I like that they're not as blatant about it. Like you see it, but they're not saying it. Yeah. Because if like, if Brock were to say it, then that would tip Heyman off that Brock maybe doesn't trust him around Roman. Yeah. You see, Brock is the alpha of his, of the species, of, of, of the species, but Paul Heyman, he's an alpha in another kind of way. Of, of mm-hmm. If we had to put it in, in, in like an MMO perspective of his class, he is the pinnacle of that, the advocate class. He's the mental alpha. Yeah. Whereas Brock is a physical alpha. Exactly. He's a schemer. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Total. Total scheme. And I... I I, I love that they they really have never changed Paul Heyman. Why? 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 Mm-hmm. He can't. He doesn't know how. Mm-hmm. That's great. Once again, uh, the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman storyline is the best thing on TV. And speaking of Roman Reigns, Sports Illustrated released their top 10 wrestlers of 2021. It's a pretty short list, so I can run down the whole thing. Number one was Roman Reigns. Acknowledge did you, him! Did you see this list? I know he's at the top. I know Kenny Omega's like right behind him. I think... Number two. Uh, was it Brian Daniel? Daniel Bryanson Brannelson is on there? Number five. Um, Hangman's on there, right? Mm, nope. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, it's, oh, it's just dudes, right? Nope. Oh, so Becky's on there, right? Hey. No, nope. oh, whatever. Just do the list. I don't like this. This is uh, this is of the whole year. Number three, Bianca okay. Belair. Yeah, she's number good. four. Number four, Shingo T- uh, Takagi. Sure, I New never Japan, heard of him. Probably. Yes, exactly. New Japan. You already mentioned Brandon Branderson a for representing AEW, but also WWE. The first part of twenty twenty one. Number six, Biggie. Oh. Number seven, a certain dentist. DMD. Oh, I was going to say, Isaac Yankum came back? <laughs> Holy shit. And he's uh, an AEW? Yeah, right. <laughs> Jacob Glenn's is all elite. Dr. Jacob Dr. Glenn. Dr. Jacob Glennison. <laughs> uh, number eight, Cody Rhodes. <sighs> number nine, the only member of Impact on the list, Josh Alexander. Who? Josh Alexander. So he was Ethan Page's tag team partner uh, when they were called the North. Oh, okay. 
He's the one. Obviously, he's not. He's the one that's not Ethan Page. He uh, wears um, like amateur wrestling headgear. Okay, like Kurt Angle used to when he was bald. Yes. And how uh, that other guy does currently that's disappeared um, on NXT. Forgot what's that guy's name? Lost a hair match versus uh, our boy Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Um. Um. Some with an H. There's an H in his name. So, some something friend of Rhea Ripley. Him. Uh, whatever. Duke Hudson. There he goes. I was gonna say Rock Hudson, but yeah, Duke Hudson. There Close. <laughs> Rock Hudson was an actor. That's or something, right, right, legendary actor. All right. Uh, and rounding out the top ten, uh, representing Ring of Honor and apparently Terminus. I don't know what that is, unless they're just saying that it is the Terminus of Ring of Honor this year. Jonathan Gresham. Interesting. Ring of Honor champion. Sounds like a ring announcer. I know. <laughs> Todd Grisham. Yeah. Wonder where he is. He's probably got a podcast. <laughs> probably. It's good. Everybody has a podcast. Yeah. I, I think Russo has a bro-cast. I think it's called. Oh, no. It's called The Bro Show. You which know. Which makes sense. <laughs> Why Why couldn't we get past the second episode without mentioning him? Because we've gone a long way without mentioning him, actually. And I was enjoying it. Well, listen, this podcast is only supposed to be enjoyable for the basement bookiverse, not you. This is <laughs> it's not for your... You wonder why I don't listen. Well, that's going to change, isn't it, Rich? Is uh, it? Not for this episode. Not for this yeah. episode. You mentioned freaking Vince Russo. Speaking of Vince Russo, do you think Johnny Knoxville is going to win the Royal yes. Rumble? <laughs> uh, unequivocally, I think it's the right move. Uh, it's finally this this promotion needs help. This will put some eyes on the product and some asses and seats. So I was Johnny Johnny Knoxville has been famous for like twenty years for no reason other than stapling his balls to his leg or something, <laughs> probably. So he's in his 40s. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not saying he's not athletic. He might have brain damage already. So really, you can't tell the difference. Like, he even looks old. Yeah. Let me see how old he is. Let me look this up real quick. I'm going to say he's 47. 50. I was close. Uh, he'll be 51 March 11th. Oh shit! He- John is his middle name. His full name is Philip John Clapp with two P's. Oh, like the. Yeah. Oh, cool. He got the clap. Listen, I I honestly think that. Um, I hate this. I hate that he's in it, and I really am going to enjoy Sami Zayn being eliminated from the Royal Rumble by him. Yes. Are, are they promoting, like, a Jackass movie or something? I know they were a couple of weeks ago when he was on. Uh, yeah, I, I still think there was, that? like, a, co- a commercial for, like, a Jackass thing. Like, I wasn't sure if it was, like, an old thing I saw. Because there is a good, like, I think we saw it here. Did you watch Bad Grandpa with me? But, like, there's a movie where Johnny Knoxville, he's, like, a, he's dressed like an old man. And he's like doing weird shit, like he's going yeah, cross country yeah, yeah. with his like grandson or something, and like yeah. it's fucking cringe funny, like really fucking funny. But I don't 
think it's like the best shit in the world. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Jackass Forever. Let me see what this is. It's it's a movie. It's ninety six minutes. One of the production companies is Dick House Productions. Yeah. Look, like I look, I don't I'm not a fan of Johnny Knoxville in that he's not a good friend. Like he kicked his friend I, I forgot what the guy's name was. I think it was like Labam or something like that. Like out of the group or whatever. Ben Marker. Yeah. And I don't remember why, but like, you know, you're supposed to stand by your friends. And I guess maybe he had like a substance abuse problem, this guy. But like, instead of helping him, like, you know, like I don't know. It, it's weird. Like, I don't like people that like turn on their friends and shit like that. It's weird to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for this. And apparently this movie is going to have guest appearances from Eric Andre. Oh, from fucking uh, Bombs Over Baghdad. You know? Uh, no, no, Eric Andre. He's a actor oh, that's and Andre three thousand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I Eric think Eric Andre might have been is on the guy from the memes, where like he shoots a guy and he's like, "Why would the gun make me do this?" or something like that. He's got Maybe. big hair. Yeah, light skinned. I'm describing him. Uh, this is a black and white picture, so I can't quite tell. But he's got big hair. He's got big. Yeah, uh, he's also in like like every time I send you that gift sometimes where he's like, "Let me in." Is that him? Or am I confusing him with somebody I else? <laughs> I don't remember. Let me. Should I just send you this? No, Wikipedia don't send me page? anything. I'm okay. not clicking on my screen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just looked uh, it up. T- Tori Belechi. I don't care. Who's on MythBusters? Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, I was right. That Tony is Hawk. Eric Andre. Yep. Okay. Okay. Tony Hawk. Matt Hoffman. Uh, who's a BMX rider? Aaron Jaws Hamoki, uh, who is a professional skateboarder. Uh, prof- Francis N- Francis Nagano. Oh shit! I hope he KOs yep. him. <laughs> hope he KOs someone. I hope he hits somebody with those fucking giant mitts of his. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is known for being the hardest recorded puncher. It cuts off in the preview, and I could just leave it at that. No, he, yeah, like that guy, like he, his story is incredible. Like he, like used to work like in these mines or something like that, like as a kid or whatever, like trying to like come up like as a fighter or whatever, like basically fighting for everything he's ever fucking had, and it, it's really incredible. Um, you know, mm. it's a really incredible story, and I, I, I recommend people look into it. Like, he, it's I, I, if there's a book about him, I will read it. Yeah, like I, like I only heard about like his story because of Rogan, because he knows everything about all those guys, and it's really inspirational. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope he he knocks out this guy, yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, this guy. Like, Machine Gun Gel, Machine Cunt, Machine Cunt. Yeah, you know, Machine Cunt Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a work. <laughs> He's got a mechanical cunt. I, hey, you know, if it, if it works, like, I, apparently it works. Is he, I think he's dating Megan Fox or something, and she's, uh, from what I understand, an attractive person. Yeah. You know. All right. He's one of those Good weird people. He's like a Pete Davidson type character. Like, these weird guys that just keep somehow just bagging tens. It's really weird. Hmm. Hmm. Alrighty, uh, DJ Paul, who I never heard of. Yeah, he's he is a, a DJ. DJ. Okay, <laughs> I don't know anything. Wait, what? What's this say? Uh, 
Oh, he's part owner of FaZe Clan. Okay. So he's a gamer, too. Oh, wow. I don't give a shit. Oh, and he was in 3-6 Mafia. Oh, I like 3-6 Mafia. Somebody yeah. go get the ass kicked. Somebody go get the weak split. Oh, that's that, Yeah, man. dude. Alright. I, I don't necessarily blame them for that. They obviously had some restrictions on them by WWE. That's a great song. <laughs> um, Tyler, the creator. Yeah, he's he's very talented. He's a very talented hip hop artist. He okay. creates things. I, I also, imagine so. Also, Tyler is his name. Good. Yeah. Danielle O'Toole. Yeah, he is. She. She is. <laughs> Former collegiate All American Olympian professional softball pitcher. Uh, what? Softball pitcher. Whatever, man. Softball's for kids. Play okay. real baseball. Uh. But it's also in the Olympics, oh, so... Mm, mm. Alright. Uh, Rob Dr- uh, Durdeck. I thought I knew that name, but maybe not. He's a TV personality guy. Durdeck. <laughs> um, Chris Rab. Uh, okay. I don't know why we're going through a list of these people, but okay, go off, King. Last one is the Dudesons. Dudesons. <laughs> They're a four-man stunt group from Finland. Oh, okay. They're passing the torch. I oh, got it. Oh, they fit in. There Bunch of jackasses. That's what's happening. Forever. Yeah, that's what's happening. They're passing the torch. <laughs> oh, you think that's what it is? Everything's resting yep. to you. You think oh, they're going to go over on jackasses? They're yeah. go over, brother. It's time yeah. to rocket strap these idiots. They're going to have uh, Francis Nagano knock out uh, Wee Man. Oh my god, he'll be in fucking jail for killing him. <laughs> he better sign a get them to sign a waiver. I'm sure they signed I a think, waiver. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they signed a waiver. Like I question the sanity of these people that are like, "Oh, I'm going to have this fighter put me to sleep or I'm going to have this mm-hmm. fighter knock me unconscious." You're in, you're an insane person. Yeah, you're literally saying I'm going to ha- have this person do harm to my body and Something's yeah. wrong with like you, Like, you're boy. not thinking of the potential consequences. <laughs> like, there could be long-term consequences. Yeah, there's a lot of things with long-term effects that people don't seem to care about. Uh, you should really think about yeah. that. Yeah, like, granted, you're not going to be hitting the head and face as much as Muhammad Ali was, but that's Muhammad Ali. Yeah, and sometimes... He was trained for that, and you're sometimes not. Sometimes it only takes one. Right. You know, it takes one. Like, one, like, mm-hmm. connection, and you're like... I remember when I was a boy and I was in the first grade yesterday. <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. going to be you. But hey, you meet someone yep. new every day. <laughs> that is going to be me. Well, that's all for the news and the Sports Illustrated rankings there. Yeah. There's two women on the list. Look, I mean, it's two more than, you know, they would have had, I guess. Uh, hmm. So I guess let's keep moving. Uh, all right. What about Raw and or SmackDown and or Dynamite and or Rampage and or NXT? Oh, we had the um yeah New Year's Evil. Yeah, I almost forgot yeah, about I'm that. Really, I was almost gonna like call you out on a disrespect that you have for NXT. Now I get that they're firing all the people you like, but damn, you know, there's still some good people that work there. Wade mm-hmm. Barrett. Oh, that. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Kel Gonzalez. Tommaso Champa for now. Yeah, he yeah, I don't I don't think he's long for this world. Pete Dunn for oh, now. Oh, he's done all right. He's going to be done for now. Um mm-hmm. Uh, t- uh, to be honest, it's hard to not like Braun Breaker. I told you, the guy is amazing. His like his ring work is so good for like. I, to be honest, I never even actually looked up how long he's been training for wrestling. Like I figure he's been training for wrestling since he could crawl. Yeah, I think DDP like, was involved in training him. Like I wonder if the Steiners at home they just. They just like got a bunch of toddlers, taught them some moves, and it's like, all right, get 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 out of this knee bar. Apparently, he has or, a brother that's also really good. Mm. So, Ron Breaker. Sure, I don't know his name, but th- there Bron- was an interview. Bronson and Ronson. Yeah, there was an interview with DDP, and he like he helped train those kids. So mm-hmm. like, and he says like, if you think Bron's impressive, his brother is. It's ridiculous, too. Mm. So, who knows? It could be. Oh, sp- sorry. Speaking of people that uh, could be next, Roddy. Uh, listen, say what you want about Roderick Strong, but the buildup. I, I do. I typically but do. But the, the bit, uh, there was like a contract signing last week, and like, uh, What's the name of the uh, Carmelo comes out and his friend is saying all these things, and like Roderick's like, I didn't even understand a thing he just said. And then uh, his manager, uh, Malcolm Bivens, right? Bivens, yep. he goes, mm-hmm. he translates it for him. <laughs> Malcolm Bivens is very entertaining. No, before that, even he's like, uh. Yeah, they might not even be here. I think maybe gas money. I don't identify, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and they come out, and then like, and Ryan's like, I don't understand the word he said. And then he translated it for Malcolm. Malcolm translated it for mm-hmm. Roddy. I don't remember what he said. And then Roddy's like, well, you could tell him that I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> Because he's so, because he's like he's like a varsity asshole, basically. Oh, kick his ass, and then Malcolm. It's like he's leaning into his lack of mic skills. Malcolm just translated it into street for him, and it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. That was great. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, and obviously, completely unnecessary because there's no way. Like, it doesn't matter what language you speak. I'm gonna kick your ass. Is kind of just universal. Yeah, but he threw it into streets. And it was better yeah. than way he said it. Oh, of course. <laughs> Basically, without saying, I'm going to translate it to someone who has charisma, so you can understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. Fun segment that Roddy happened to be a part of. What was his contribution? Just being just himself. Being just Roddy. being CM Punk at home. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, look, the match was a banger. Uh, it was good. It was a great way to open New Year's Evil. I think that was the first match. I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah. It was a great way to open it. And the finish, I really didn't think it was the finish. Like, it looked like he could have easily just kicked out of it. But when it happened, it happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, I figured that was going to happen. Well, yeah. Well, that's been his finisher in NXT, the flying I understand drop. that. And I know that. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, the way it looked, it looked like it might not have been the finish. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't mm-hmm. have to be. Yeah, maybe maybe they were 
maybe there was supposed to be some follow-up and there was going to be like he was going to debut a new move or something but no, they ran but short that's time, a compliment knows? like if if something mm-hmm. happens and you don't think nah he's going to kick out and he doesn't it's like oh shit all right this guy's legit mm-hmm. like sometimes that's all it takes and it's not a fucking kick out fest aew um you know sometimes yeah. your shit just works and that's mm-hmm. why it works because a finisher mm-hmm. finishes shout out to baron corbin that's right <laughs> no one has yet to kick out of the end of days. That's right. Uh, let's see. Then was AJ and um, Grayson. Grayson Waller. Yeah, boo. Boo that man. Yeah, what they? They just talked, right? Uh, they didn't have a yeah, match. No, they didn't have a yeah, match. Yeah, because Grayson Waller healed out of it, basically. Yeah. He wants the main event next week for the biggest victory of his career. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with that. AJ mm-hmm. Styles is not putting that bitch over. But he would if he nope. had to. You know, he's a pro's pro. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's what Vince will do. Make AJ put him over. I don't know. You know, honestly, I I don't think so. But it's, it's a mix. It's like, A, uh, he, Grayson Waller, is technically a WWE guy through and through, right? He's a home, like NXT's like, you know, he's growing people there. Yeah, I'm not sure if he has any um, indie experience from Australia. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, and AJ, he's not a Vince guy. Like, he's not like, Vince didn't make him, but he still loves him. And it's a thing of like, well, AJ's a raw guy. He's not going to lose to an NXT guy on NXT, you know, it's mm-hmm. diff- It's a different thing than, say, John Cena putting over Kevin Owens on a Raw. It's a different thing to have John Cena lose on NXT, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a different thing altogether because it's John Cena, but you know what I'm saying. Right. Uh, next match, Riddle and MSK beat Imperium, which we pretty much expected to happen. Yeah. Uh, I I hope Walter shows up at the Rumble this year. Mm. Yeah, he'll probably be an entrant. Yeah. And like it should um, take I a saw, bunch I of saw people s- to get rid of him. I saw some tweet uh about like uh how Walter might be leaving NXT UK. Whoa. Maybe that Vince is bring bringing him over. If the, if he is, it better be for a damn good reason. And not squander mm-hmm. him like you're squandering Kaylee Ray. Right. Well, she, I feel like Volta would go from NXT UK to main roster. Yeah, like he should, but he's got so much. He's got a ton of experience. Yeah, and he's amazing. But I just like mm-hmm. it's hard to have faith these days. You know, your faith is constantly being tested here. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, so Riddle hit the RKO. I kind of figured that one of the MSK guys would pin one of the Imperium guys, but I know, right? It's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Riddle's a raw guy. You know, he's got to show everybody how tough he is, or whatever. I I get it, but like he could look good, but then also you know you you, you get the guy down, you hit the RKO, you hit the tag, and you let the guy hit a splash or something crazy to get. Like a spectacular win. And, you know, it's good for them. Put them over. 
Yeah, I see that. It's not gonna, yeah, and it's not going to bury the guy that got hit with an RKO first, because the RKO is, along with the um, end of days, the most protected finishers in the business. Yeah, but it's not if it's it's not his move. You know what I mean? If it, It's different mm. if it's Randy doing it than it is if Riddle's doing it. That's true. You know? That's actually Jake the Snake's ideology of why he doesn't mind people doing DDT in the middle of a match. Yeah, because you're not Jake the Snake, you know? Right, you didn't perfect it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see, Mandy arrives in a small helicopter. Hey, listen, every helicopter is a small helicopter when Mandy's involved. She's larger than life! I know, I certainly wouldn't be, be able to find any sort of, any seat that's not right next to her. Yeah, you know, 100%. And the right person won. Mm-hmm. Like, say what you want. Cora Jade's not ready. Um, and Raquel Gonzalez doesn't need it. Right and right. Right now, Mandy is carrying the division, and it's all good. That's fine with me. You know, I like uh, that, that there was... Sonya Deville and, Ra- and Mandy, I was going to say Randy, are doing their own hmm. thing on, like, different shows, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, disappointed that they didn't have uh, Gigi and JC anywhere, though. Yeah, but it, it helps Mandy as a credible champion that she didn't need help. That's true. You, you could They could have, like, been watching from backstage. Or yeah, something. but, like, as much as you want that, you also want it to be like, oh, the champ stands on their own. Like, you don't even need to know. Like, they're a part of the team, but they're not the team. You know what I'm saying? I, like, they could have come out with her, given her a pound, then walked to the yeah. back. Yeah. I, I get that, and you know it doesn't hurt. You know it doesn't hurt them. And it, it, mm-hmm. it, you know I like them. I think they're great, but it, it didn't. It wasn't that big of a deal to me. It's probably a money saver because if they appear on TV, they got to pay them. Uh, like if if a performance is a performance, if it's five seconds or five minutes. Oh, okay. I'll take your word for it. I don't know how they do shit over there. So <laughs> taking a guess. Hey, you know what? It's it's a good guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harlan pulls some plants out of the crowd. He, I guess he was, you know, weeding. <laughs> pulling, pulling the weeds. Uh, Cameron Grimes says, Time to stop chasing the green. Stop chasing gold to the moon. So I'm, I guess Vince is done with that gimmick, and he's like, uh, let's just change you up. Yeah, look, uh... Cameron Grimes is a great character. He doesn't really need that much help. Like, if he were mm-hmm. to become the champion, like any kind of champion, like, I could see him feuding for the new North American championship. That yep. would be cool. I don't see him mm-hmm. being able to make it. Like, I don't know what the plan is, like, who's next for Braun Breaker. He could, like, do, he could wrestle Pete Dunne. Like, that That might be cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, let's put some people in front of him. That are just credible threats, and also throw in some bugs for him to just smash up. Mm-hmm. Breaker's a heel. No, right? he's a face, man. I think he's a face. Like he doesn't do any heel stuff. Like when, like think about it, when he confronted Champa or Champa confronted him, like Champa slapped him. Like, he didn't mm. even let him talk or nothing. He was, like, insulting him and shit. Like, I think he's a baby face. Like, just mm. because he beat Champa doesn't make him a heel. I think they're intentionally not 
putting a label on him I yet. think he's wh- whatever he wants to be. I think he's just a badass. Like, sometimes that works. Well, mm-hmm. like, you're just this guy, and, like, every time he talks, I believe what he says. And, like, I mm-hmm. believe he can do the things that he does. And for me, that's enough. You know what? I'm curious. I want to see something. Brian Breaker. If I can get my... Is... 24 years old. God damn it. Hold on. I want to see how old Rick and Scott were when they hit WWE. I don't know. I always thought they were old. <laughs> they just looked older. Except Let's for like see. Scott. Like he always looked kind of young before he got enormous and crazy. Yeah. So Scott was 30 when they got to WWF. And Rick is actually only a year older than Scott. So they, so Rick and Scott were five or six years older than Braun Breaker is when they got to WWE. Well, you also can't really compare because it was a different time. Right, it was a different time. I'm just, but I'm just saying that there's that much potential in him that, like, he has that much longer of a future ahead of him potentially as long as he avoids serious injury yeah because like you know the 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 gateway for entry into like the sport is way different now than it was then like the steiner brothers had success in other companies like before they came to wwf at the time you know Mm -hmm. so for scott early career starts in 1986 so he that at by that point he was twenty four and so Rick was him uh, Rick Steiner early career in nineteen eighty three he was twenty two. I think they were wrestler wrestlers, you know, like yeah amateur wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Minnesota maybe I don't I'm not sure. Uh, Michigan uh, close it was an M. I know they went to the University of Michigan. Uh yes. Uh, regarding Rick Steiner, was an am- I'm uh, quoting Wikipedia here, was an amateur wrestling standout at the University of Michigan where he placed second at the Big Ten Championships in 1983 for the Wolverines, became an NCAA qualifier, and established the fastest pin record in the school's history at 15 seconds. Is he... Um, is, is Bronson a shoot wrestler too? Did he do college wrestling? Or is he just straight up pro wrestling? Uh, he actually started in football. Oh. He was signed to the Ravens as an undrafted free agent in 2020. Oh, that's cool that he decided to get into the family business instead. Mm-hmm. It's a smarter move. Like It's more longevity than football. Hmm. It says here he participated in wrestling, winning the Georgia Class 5A. It's, it's fi- actually 5As. A-A-A-A-A. State championship, 220-pound weight class in 2016. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, come on. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so I think uh, he is going to carve out a legacy for himself as long as he avoids injury. Yeah, that's all. That's, you know, it's always the caveat. As long as you don't fuck it up, you'll be fine. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thanks, Rich. Like to be, uh, you're welcome. In my in my honest opinion, as far as this crop of new talent that uh, WWE seems to be, uh, um, it's a bit of a mixed grooming bag. here. It is, but Braun Breaker has a brightest future. Cora, Cora Jade for the women's division, uh, I think, would be next. Leave up. the skateboard at home. You're not doing anything. It's, it's cute when she carries, she runs around with it. It makes her look like a poser. Mm. Like, you don't need it. Like, I get it. You guys really like Darby Allen and don't want to say you like Darby <laughs> Allen. All right? Look, I understand. Uh, you know, I, I understand you like him as much as Andrade likes him. <laughs> Do you remember? Hi-oh. No, like on Rampage, he's talking about how, like, he wants to buy Darby Allen from Sting or something. <laughs> yeah, that was <sighs> weird. <laughs> It's it's like we hardly ever see Andrade, and every time he's on TV, he says he he t- starts talking about like child labor or whatever. I'm like, what? Maybe this is why you're not getting a lot of TV time. The there, thing buddy. with Andrade is like, like I was a fan, and then it's like, like you're saying, it's like what we do see you, you're doing this shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you're one of those people, like, oh, I'm the best, I'm so great, I'm amazing, and here's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, whereas guys like, I don't know, Malachi Black are just tearing it up, like, no matter what they're doing, you mm-hmm. know. I don't get, like, Andrade's in-ring work is very good. I don't know why he's not on even Rampage. I, I, I Honestly, I think it's a creative thing. Is he hurt? Maybe? I don't know if he's hurt, but I, I'm pretty sure if he was, you would have reported on it. I just think... That it's it, it might be one of those things. It's not like creative has nothing for you. Is not just a WWE thing. You know, it happens. It's true. Also, like, um, look at all the shit they're trying to fit. Look at all the talent. Yeah. Uh, and ac- according to something, well, I think it was I think it was Big Swole that said it. Um, basically, like if you can't write a storyline for yourself, you're not going to get on TV because you know they're not really writing their own full storylines. They're getting so much input from the wrestlers, it's like, well, why even bother? They just, they're writing their own stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it, So if Andrade can't write his own stuff, and the best thing he can come up with is, ah, child yeah, labor. Yeah, like, I like to talk about child labor. What do you think? Uh, I uh, sh- Sure, I guess. Fine. Hmm. Please stay here. <laughs> Please, please be an end to have... get your your your, your uh, fiance in here, please. Yeah, I have a lithium mine. I I like him to work Listen, in. He'll be my I'm, canary. I'm working with the Chinese. All right, we're trying to get all the minerals. Like this kid's got it. <laughs> mm. He's got a gift. Uh, he's willing to get down and dirty. What was that? I think cobalt now is the big thing that they got. Yeah, mine. and hey, here's a message for uh, Excalibur. It's not a forbidden door if you're under fucking contract with them when you show up. Shut up. Because he, <clears throat> like, I think it was during Rampage with the whole um, Adam Cole and, you know, oh, and Adam Cole walked through the forbidden door. He's under contract with you. What are you talking about? There's no forbidden door. Yeah, that's weird. The forbidden door is technically what Mickey James is doing. That's the forbidden door. The forbidden door yep. is when you had like you know people that are under contract other places wrestle at your place. It's not a forbidden door. It's actually a, a regular door. It's a regular door yeah, that you could just walk into. It's, it's, the it's staff a door. door. It's a regular yeah. door. <laughs> 
Look, you're inside. So, get, so, so, so getting back to this Mickey James thing, obviously there's a lot of potential here. Uh, this speculation. I mean, she could drop the belt that, tonight. Like she might not even be the could. champion when she walks in. That's true. But beyond even that, there's speculation that now that arguably Impact's value is much less than it was in years past, maybe now Vince will make them an offer. And maybe this is like the first step. This is all very confusing. Like one minute someone's like, oh, Vince is trying to sell. And the next minute it's like, you know, he's trying to buy. <laughs> you could it, do both. Why, there's, I, you know, there's no reason to not do both. Uh, buy Impact, then, make Impact part of WWE, sell it as a package. dissolve Impact. Listen, my right. friend, you, you buy two, you buy one, you get the other one free. <laughs> It'll be like, like what he did with WCW. A tech fruit juicer. <laughs> <laughs> the super high-tech fruit juicer. Yeah, man. Like it all goes back to big money hustlers. But yeah, you're right, man. I don't know. It's just very confusing. Like it's like people don't know what to think on this. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. I think it's just like listen. I kind of fired everybody. I don't have enough women, so you want to like, you know, I'll put your champion on TV. It's kind of reminds you of like old school like wrestling thing. Like with the territory, it's like, let's. why don't you bring your champ here, uh, get some eyes over here. You know, it'll help you, it'll help me, and let's do business. Yeah, pretty much. But also, keep in mind, with Ring of Honor's doors closed, Jonathan Gresham could appear in the Rumble. Any of their female talent, I think Maria was signed there, can appear in the Rumble. If they go... And they do what they did to the men's rumble that they do with the women's rumble. I'm gonna be very upset. All right, I want some. As long as you have like some surprises that are actually gonna happen, and then just don't blow your load because, the, like, the one of the key things and it's awesome about the rumble is the countdown. Oh, who's coming out? Mm-hmm. Who's it gonna be? And then it's like. And then, like, it's ama- It's awesome when it first starts, but then as you get towards the end, it's like, well, it can't be this because we still have this person that has to come out that was already announced. You know? Yeah, the best, yeah, the the best example of that is the AJ Styles pop. Yes, this is, that's exactly what I was thinking about when they announced, just, uh, just throw in the Impact Women's Champion. Just throw it in there. Like, can you imagine the pop? Like, I really felt that that, like, even though it'll still get it, it wouldn't be as big as if no one had mm-hmm. any idea. It would have been like, how did they keep this quiet? But no, mm-hmm. they couldn't, apparently. Well, I, I wonder if maybe it was starting to get out. I wonder if maybe someone was talking and they wanted to get ahead. Uh, as, 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 they, as it's known to say, if you want somebody to find out something, tell a wrestler. Yep. So, I, th- I really think the question now is, like if the, if those are like the surprises that we're gonna get out, who else? You know, yeah. like are we gonna get like a Tessa Blanchard or? Oh my God, I real I I still hold fast and my heart is it really wants it to be Paige to show up as the big surprise, but a Tessa Blanchard would be just as good. Like mm. not just as good, but good enough. You know, like you, it's got to be something where it's like what. Are you mm-hmm. are you kidding me? It's like 
it's like if if you're watching it with someone like in the same room, which I know hasn't happened in I don't know two years or so. It's like it comes out and you're you're staring at the TV, but you just reach next to you, next to you, you grab the person by the shirt. You're like, oh my god, look who it is! Exactly. But now it's like, oh, that's cool. That's that's, we, that's what they told us. I just forgot. You know. Mm-hmm. Or it could it could be that they wanted to. Well, it's probably both that like they they also wanted to throw this out there to sort of, without saying, make us guess who else could possibly be, and it gets people talking. Right. Leading up to the rumble. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure in a couple uh, in like eight months after the rumble, there'll be a WWE 24. About how, you know, who stole the show with the Rumble and blah, blah, blah. And how they had to hide. They went through tunnels wearing towels, hiding in a freaking laundry cart. I was under the ring the for hell. 37 hours. I had to <laughs> piss in a bucket. Uh, <laughs> I forgot my sandwich they bag. They put an IV in my arm and I just slept. Mm-hmm. And I was ready to go, brother. Some shit like that. Mm-hmm. But nah, nobody has like that kind of passion anymore. No one's willing to shit in a bag for a fucking surprise. <laughs> no. Uh, and listen, I love Pat McAfee, but I just had to mention that that was not knight armor. Okay, that helmet is obviously of Spartan design, maybe even Roman. There's a Roman chest plate as well, something a legionnaire would wear, not a knight. Shut the fuck up. Hmm. He kept doing it. I'm like, no. And if uh, no, you're right. I didn't. Make and the if 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 mm-hmm. Xavier Woods is wearing that helmet and gets kicked, there's no padding in there. It's still gonna right. hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Pat, you played football. If somebody super kicked you with your football helmet on, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, is there a uh, a message in there that he was wearing Roman armor? Yes, uh, it turns out that uh, he's a plant. Uh, King Xavier is, you know, he's really, his kingdom is a fiefdom under the rule of the tribal chief, or uh, Mm. secretly known as the tribal king. Mm, Tribal king. Um, I don't know. Uh, But yeah, back to whatever. It's not really, uh, you know, I'm excited about the Rumble. Uh, but really, it's it's been almost an hour and a half, and we have not acknowledged that uh, I was right. I was right that Jay Cargo would be the TBS Women's Champion. You were right. And that I believed. I, I mean, I don't think I don't think I denied that it. That I believed that she would triumph over the ratchet that is Ruby Soho. No disrespect. The runaway. And people are speculating that this was in response to that big swell shit. I'm going to disagree. I feel like this has been built up from, like, like the and I've always said it's the smart thing to do and, and, and always fighting against you and your, oh, they need her to teach them. Shut the fuck up. Look, the point is, is that Jay Cargill is homegrown, you know, and mm-hmm. you want it to be on someone like that, like Jay Cargill, who's homegrown grown and say what you want about her wrestling ability i don't give a shit she looks amazing and i believe her and it's and it's you know that's part of the what being a good heel is 
is this like, oh, mm-hmm. why is she and this and that? And it's like, well, she's fucking badass. Yep. I, I agree 100%. Although, maybe she should drop the storm thing. Nah, I like it. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, she comes out to the stage. She does this thing. Like, she looks a little awkward doing the storm poses. I don't, man. I, you know, it's like you're Everybody, you know, eventually finds their way. I mean, look. Just because Ricochet couldn't get anywhere with his shit doesn't mean she can't. You know, remember he's always doing like a superhero or whatever? And like, mm-hmm. he's a comic book character drawn to life. Hey. Yeah, but he was doing like generic yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, she's doing, like, a specific superhero. And, you know, it, it's a good one. You know, uh, Roe Monroe was an African queen or something, right? Uh, well, she, no, she she was actually a street rat until she met uh, Professor Xavier and he helped her, you know, uh, find her potential. She was married to T'Challa, uh, the Black Panther, who is the king of Wakanda. Oh. At, so maybe she was the queen of Wakanda, technically. Hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. I mean, so if if you're gonna like idolize and look up to someone, that's a it's a good one. But I don't know. Do your own thing. Ah. Like make it your own a little more. She's 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 too. I feel like she's doing t- storm and not doing Jade. Look, I think you should shut up and sit down. Um, this is a proud, powerful Whichever. woman, uh, doing her thing, and, uh, as males, we don't get to say shit about this. Uh. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Jay. Like, I agree with everything you said. She, like, she's great. Her entering work does need some work. Most of the roster does. Um, she, is she, I think she's better than most, and she's also less experienced than most. Um, so she has the potential to, in five years, be, like, the next Thunder Rosa. Who's only been doing this for like yeah, five, Yeah, and uh, just got a message to Tony Khan uh, in response to what you're just saying. He's quoted to say that she's having like the best run since Goldberg. Settle down. Settle down. <laughs> sit down. All right? No. Shut up. Stop it. Like sometimes you get on Twitter. I think you, you don't have anybody telling you maybe you shouldn't send this. You need somebody mm-hmm. for that. All right? Yeah, he needs a social media team. Yeah. You, you, I'm sorry, but your mark is showing. All right, your, your mark yeah. is showing. <laughs> That's what I'm. Uh, you know, come on, Tony. You're showing your mark. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we get it. So yeah. So we had um, Dynamite this week was a big episode. It was the debut on TBS. Big stuff. A lot of people were critical of the match order. Right. Right. And I want to address oh, a thing. Yeah. Real quick. So the first time that Hangman and Brian Danielson had had a match, they also opened the mm-hmm. show, right? It makes sense that they opened the show. Now th- this this may sound weird because it's because it's live TV and not like a pay per view. If if you go over time, it's going to cost you money, or people or some people or it's going to get cut off. So you have to assume. That it's gonna go the full sixty minute time limit. Plus, obviously, after you need time to officially announce the mm-hmm. winner, right? So, say you need sixty two minutes for you have to block out sixty two minutes for a potential sixty minute match. Can plus they have a high profile match without blood? Hmm. No. So this time around, same thing. I feel like putting that match first 
leaves it open for the audience to not have any idea whether or not it's going to go the full 60 minutes. So, because the 60-minute time limit is part of the story, I'm okay with it opening the show. Maybe it should have been put on towards the end of the first hour, like like with a few minutes before... Maybe start the match a few minutes before the end of the first hour. Okay. Instead, so that it could like potentially end the show, but then the fans are going to be like, "But there's still this match and this match." So obviously, this match isn't going to go the full sixty minutes. So that's why they had to open the show with it. Yeah, look, I think I'm. I think it's one of those like either you open or you close kind of thing, and right. only one person can do either. You know, and it's a nice mm-hmm. thing that they did that. You know, it's like, let's, it, it's a mixed bag because it's like, you're looking forward to this match specifically and holy shit, they're going to open with this. Fuck, I don't have time to get a beer or whatever at this really expensive concession stand. Uh, I think it was in mm-hmm. Newark. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be expensive. But like, that's, you know, f- from a wrestler's perspective, like opening is just as good as cl- at closing. Exactly. Because when, like, when you open the show, especially like if it's a if it's a hype match, people are gonna have all their energy. Like they're not gonna be tired out from a bunch of other really good matches. Yeah, exactly. The energy's still or there. Or the rest of the show, and it's like it sets up a nice thing for like everybody else to be like, follow that motherfucker, you know, yep. and lets the other guys in the beginning like go home early, maybe you know, get to their families mm-hmm. and whatever. Get their yep. stitches attended to. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there was the first match was Hangman Danielson, um, which uh, was a good finish. I thought. Yeah. I'm... Danielson avoided the the buckshot a couple mm-hmm. of times, which I think told the story pretty the right well. Right man won. Mm-hmm. Let's see. The next match was uh kind of filler. That's uh, Wardlow versus Antonio Zambrano. And it would have been... They should change it to Zamboni. It would be better. They should... It's just easier yeah. to say. Or Tony uh, Zamboni. Then we had... Yeah, Tony Zamboni. Then we had the TBS championship match. So we forgot to even mention Mercedes... Rundown, uh, but it was she was neutralized by Thunder Rosa, so that was easy. Uh, Mark Sterling got ejected for getting on the apron, but nothing happened behind the ref's back. That's always beautiful, right? But that's <laughs> I wasted. know that's like why. <laughs> Good job, guys. Right. Good job, okay. everyone. <laughs> that that's like that's similar to I need this when shovel for the impact, referee, please. Yeah, that that that's similar to. And I've said this about Impact doing this a lot, where in a no DQ match, you'll wait till the ref is knocked out to cheat. Yeah. It's no DQ. Just fucking do it, because guess what? Just it's not cheating. Just do it, and you could low blow the referee if it makes you feel good. We're fine. Yeah. If I was a ref, I'd hate to, like, I'd hate to shoot, be involved, and like... Just yeah. wear a cup. <laughs> I'm easy pickings. Be careful. Mm-hmm. So Serena Deeb still needs, needs mic work. Yeah, but still one of the best laced of boat dumb boots. Flat you know? out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Malachi Black and Brian Pillman. That was going to go where it went, you know? That. Like, I know it's exactly. not, like, the best thing to say, but, like, what, you, what, what, what could you ask for? Mm-hmm. Don't know why the lights cut out during the main lights event. Lights cut out a lot. They need to pay their bill. Yeah, I know. That was weird. Um, yeah, that, that elbow injury was ugly. Yeah, man. Well, thank, thankfully, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, it could have been a way worse than it was. You know, it could have been a break. You know, yeah. and that's just terrible. Like, your heart breaks for, like, such a young talent. Like, I don't not young, but, you know, like, really fucking good at, like, everything. Yeah. Well, I don't know about mic work. That's just the language barrier, but you know what I mean. His, in- no, yeah, his really English good. is not like um, fucking um, the other guy. Yeah, they're not they're not bad. Um, I really liked when they were doing their promos um, where, like, it, it was more of a vignette. It was kind of like a short movie. Like, they, they'd talk like one would talk and the other would talk. And, like, they'd have subtitles. Yeah. Well, now you got Penta like, says. A- uh... I know I like you don't him. like him. Phoenix is 31. Fucking bunch of young people and their stupid youth. I hate all of you. Yeah, let me see. Goddamn young people. Family. Pentagon is 36. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, I thought... Dynamite was a good show. Rampage did its thing. Yes, and finally, um, on that day, he was no longer a jungle boy. He's a jungle man. Hmm. He's a champ. Do you notice Christian hand jungle boy the title before Luchasaurus? Like, notice it, like, with quite an interval in no, there? It looks like they're building towards uh, him being the rift between the two. Might even cost them the championships. I think it's, you know, it's going to be Christian teaching Jungle Boy how to come to work on time, I think. Maybe. Like, listen, you got to make sure you get up early. That's most important. Okay. Is you you (laughs) get up early and you, you know, you leave yourself enough time, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Make sure you pay attention to traffic reports. That's big. You know, what if it snows? You know, what if? Mm-hmm. Not even looking forward to that. No. Like we know Christian can go when he needs to, but come on. Yeah. We we don't need to see Christian versus anyone right now. No. I don't even want to see no. him on TV. Bring Marco Stunt back. Yeah, definitely. We need representation. Marco Stunt growth. Come back. <laughs> Marco Stunted growth. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, we we need to sit together. You know, representation's important. You know, from what what I keep hearing from everybody in the fucking wrestling world and regular world. <laughs> you know, I just want to see someone on on TV that looks like me. You know, is there anything wrong with that? I mean, uh, what more do you want? We have Chuck Taylor. You know, he's too yeah, tall. He is too tall. So really, he helps me. He's more like yeah. you. No offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is my guy. God damn it! I never even, I would never (laughs) deny that. He's definitely, you know, Mm. we're 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 you know of the same ilk, uh, as it were. 
Except you're not named after no. sneakers. No, no. And is that even is this a, is that his shoot name? I no. don't think so. Let me see. That's child abuse. <laughs> um Oh. Mm. Dustin Lee mm. Howard. Chuck Taylor it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it could be worse, I guess. Could go by DLH. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, I don't think I have anything else to say about the wrestling shows this week. We pre we kept, we kind of covered we a kept lot. Kept it real. And they kept it realer. Um, yep. Tonight is Battle of the Belts. It's not a pay-per-view. It's just a weird thing they're doing on a Saturday night. Cause Why not? They like to fuck yeah. with us. <laughs> they love to fuck they with sure us. They sure do. I'm looking forward to Sammy Guevara once being another two-time TNT champion. <laughs> Yo, if Dustin wins it. We, we should riot. They just shh. They're just shitting on yeah. Sammy. It's just, it's 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 disrespectful at this point, you know. Like, I don't know. I, I don't get it. The Benjamin Button yeah, of wrestling. Just take the belt off the guy to put it on the other guy nobody likes, and then on his brother that nobody mm. wants to be the champion. Right. Who we haven't even seen on TV in months. Yeah. As far as and like the sad in a match. part is, I've never been like, hey, where is he? Yeah, and why? Uh, why not Scorpio Sky? Why not Scorpio Sky? I like honestly. Oh, that could be interesting. What if he takes out Dustin, and then it's mm. like I don't know what happened, guys. Well, well, I, I'm on. I, I have a really good one loss record, so I, I yeah. I'll step in. I mean, look, I, I I get it. I'm no friend of Cody, but what happened to Dustin was terrible. But I would definitely love to step in for him. Mm-hmm. That, that would be cool. I'll 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 be down with that. Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara would be freaking yeah. awesome. Uh, Scorpio Sky versus anybody, like the dude can like go. He's like he he you know he's got everything really. So, yeah, he's got the he's he's one of the best talents they got. Like I feel like when they paired him with um Ethan Page, like he. Like, they started getting featured a bit less. Then they had the feud with uh, Sting and Darby. And now there's this Dan Lambert thing. But otherwise, Men of the Year really didn't do yeah, anything. Yeah, Dan Lambert, though, that's good, right? It is. They just don't have a lot of matches. Yeah, but dude, here's the other thing. It's the same problem we always run into when they talk about when we talk about uh, AEW. It's like, there's a lot of guys. You know? A lot of there really are. talented... Um, you know, wrestlers on that program, and you know, can you feature everybody? Hmm. I remember I counted last week for the um when I was uh doing the roster uh when I was going down the roster to see like how many talents they had and comparing them graphics or whatever. Let's see, four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, twenty-four, twenty-eight, thirty-two, thirty-six. 40, 44, 48, 52, 56, 60, 69. 80, 84, 80, 92. 99. All right. So minus, I, I didn't, I was just counting row by row. Let's say 10 of them are like 
um, announcers and such. Yeah, shout out to Hook for uh, dropping um, QT Marshall on his fucking head. Not literally, yeah. but F that guy. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of people there. And many of them don't get TV time. Sean Spears, he is Wardlow's accountability buddy, and he hits people with chairs. Yeah. It's it, kind it of Basically, it. I just lumped them in with MJF. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Starks defend the FTW title Yeah, tonight. which is... <laughs> I was thinking about it. Like, First of all, I like Ricky Starks. I think he's great. I love that he's wearing a turtleneck and chain like The Rock. Um, hmm. Oh, and when he's like holding that belt, I'm like, that's how you hold a championship. But him going like, I'm going to defend the FTW championship and battle the belt. It's like his little kid with his pretend belt. He's like, I'm going to defend mm-hmm. this toy championship. Because <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not really a championship, you know. It's not like, you know, but it is. It's something. something. It represents mm-hmm. something, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can't tell you what it is. But yeah, it's good. Uh, I like him. And uh yeah, isn't he? Isn't it Matt Seidel to like make an example for um, what's his name? The the kid I like don't understand why like everybody likes him. Um, Dante Martin, because he's yeah, like yeah, you. Yeah. You had a hard time with this guy, but I'm I'm gonna put this guy away real quick. You know, mm-hmm. to show you how it's done basically. Because I'm absolute. Yup. This is going to be fun. It starts in a half hour. Oh, I don't know. Freaking edit. Shit. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, you know, sounds great. Uh, oh, yeah. I got to switch to TBS because <laughs> I had to watch <laughs> AEW on my computer because, <laughs> you know, I didn't change the channel. Fortunately, uh, having YouTube TV. It just it no it follow it follows the title of the show not are we are the, we uh, being sponsored by channel. these guys is this something you're not telling me no listen if we were being sponsored trust me I would have mentioned oh, it a lot more right, cool I, I, I fine thank you thank you for doing that for us because <laughs> you know if you're I didn't welcome. know <laughs> I'd be very upset um alrighty uh you want to do the thing with the stuff. Yeah, let me close that so I'm not distracted. Well, if you would like to contact the Basin Bookers, we welcome your comments and suggestions and feedback. You can email us, basinbookers at gmail.com. Uh, we got a Facebook page. Uh, just look, search Basin Bookers on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, at Basin Bookers, at Basement Jar, at Rich the Riz. We have an Instagram, Basin Bookers Pod. For some reason. Because. Jar says, Jar says I, we need it. Because Jared says we need it. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I'm guilty of not... Because I'm like, I don't know what to do here. Because, like, I don't know. Like, I guess I should be more uh, proactive on there. So it's like, I don't know what to do. Like, what am I going to do? Take a picture of my fat gut? Like, I don't know. Like, Maybe hire a youth. Uh, no. It's like, I have no excuses. <laughs> I gotta. F- maybe, maybe we should hire a young... <laughs> To, to to take what? care of it because us olds aren't what are working. them youngins anyway uh, yeah continue all right uh as far as where to find this podcast Stitcher, itunes spotify somewhere on our facebook page yeah it, and it always like it, it it automatically promotes it or something like that awesome and wherever you get your podcasts and 
Basement Jerry's got to close the message. Uh, you know, the match of life, it is indeed scheduled for one fall, and uh, you should make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker.